a September 23rd. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk here. McCauley, Zach Rothenberger. Look at this. Here we go. A little football recap. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. I'm dude, well, for a Packers fan, you love it, but not for a Giants fan. Yeah, I know. It's well, it's it's what my mom called me this morning right before I went to work and she was asking me, she was asking for you. Uh, um, yeah, she she felt for you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and she was just, you know. Asking me about how the show was going to go and stuff, especially you being a Giants fan, you know. And to be fair, I I, I have to empathize with you. I'm trying to like, touch my camera here. I feel like I'm like dipping my head. Um, I empathize with you. Know I wanted them to beat the Bears. Did you, yeah, you, you were you were with me on that. I know that group chat was fun. That was a fun little ride yesterday afternoon. It, it was a good time. I mean, we, we could share with the with the fit with the the listeners if there wasn't as many uh, expletives, but uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can we'll paraphrase when we get to that. So to that point, we all look at this. We got Irish Tequila Master already getting the chat going. How we doing today? And uh, and like I said, we got a lot of football recaps. So so it should be a good show. Well, you know, like I think I'm also kidding because it's been, it was another good week. You know what I mean? It's good. Yeah. It's good football. There's like there's a lot. It's funny, like there's a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, which is always good. I'm not like to make that sound like the like the traveling salesman podcaster where it's like that's what I want to hear. But like, you know, what I mean, it was just like there was some good stuff. Like a lot, there's a lot to break down. I think, yeah. which is what we want because we, it's I I've truly come to the realization that football is like Game of Thrones essentially, like that addiction where like it's a week, it's a heavy week, and then you sit there and you can talk pretty much all week about what's going to happen next. And no one knows. And everyone's always wrong because it's just like the plot twist is just unreal. Um, and then it yeah. ends in a, in a sad fashion, just like like most of our teams in the NFL. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. So like, but you know what I mean? It, it, there's that like uh, that idea of like week to week. That I've been so intrigued. Just like and I have so many things like I can't wait to see next week. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, what I mean, it's like that to be it's like 24. Oh yeah, it, it, it's like a. Uh, I mean, fo- to, for me, football season and for for like us, football season basically never ends because the off season is so impactful. But it's really like a, you know, a twelve month narrative and like it's like a twelve month TV show drama, you know, that just plays out. And like oh that, yeah, absolutely. It, there's always something to talk about. <clears throat> Trust how we doing especially, tonight, especially in that this six month span that we're living in. This is like the the climax of the show right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. And look, we got trust already on. Oh, look, we got, yeah, we got all the chat rolling on. This is good stuff. It's always good. Yeah. It's always good to get the chat rolling on a on a on a <laughs> post Monday in the NFL world. You know, we got Monday Night Football, Night Saints and Raiders. And I, dude, I'm gonna say, I almost wish I like we should set a line. I know we won't count it, but I guarantee I'll say Oakland two or three times today. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I, I, yeah. Oh, trust. Oh yeah. How'd you do? Did you guys have your game? Are you guys still practicing? Uh, and, you know, because I remember they're, they're kicking off their season out there and, and uh, you know, and the heart That's might right. be a little sore for, from, right. the, from the Giants. But, yeah. but uh, all right, but to that point, right? A lot of football breakdowns tonight. Um, definitely want to hear from the chat and everything. Oh, look at this. He's playing all over the place. Oh, look at that. The trenches. Trenches. Oh, yeah. Got to love that. Um, but a lot of, lot, right we'll break down all the NFL games from over the weekend, uh, which will be great. I feel like, you know, we'll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll try. Oh, there's some things you can find joy in. I know that. Oh, no, there's a lot of good stuff. About. Yeah. Um, and then, all right. And then to that point, we also have Mojo Monday. So, well, let's just jump into it. But obviously, like we always do after the weekend, we got to clean up some clickbait. Uh, so, I'll tell you, do you want to go first, Zach? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the chat. Thanks. I appreciate the uh, <laughs> I appreciate the, the message. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> means a lot. I need, I need it all I can get. Um, but yeah, so for my clickbait, we're going to go off the gridiron and onto the hardwood. Um, ESPN posted an article saying about Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's called Chasing Giannis, how 11 teams can try to land the MVP. 
I'm pretty sure, Karen, didn't Giannis come out and say that uh, he wanted to stay in Milwaukee and he's pretty tied to Milwaukee and wants to be there and is pretty oh, yeah, loyal is to Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, why is there 11? I'm sure every team could potentially land him in this clickbait world we live in. So, why 11? It, it's just nonsense. 11's a fun number because it's perfect clickbait. It, it is literally clickbait because it's like 11 fan bases is a lot of people that will click on it, but not too many where it's like, all right, well, half the league can't have a chance to get him, right? It's that, it's that sweet little number. and It's not round like 10 where it's just too, like, top 10. You know what I mean? It's got a little flex to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just yeah, we know throw that number out there. To, yeah. Because usually you would see a number like, you know, like four. There's four front runners, and this one there's like 11. What? So. And it's just dumb. I mean, there's some, the circumstances can change on a dime. Yeah. We all know like, these these hypotheticals. Like, you hear these scenarios, and I know all, all being said, I don't know how true this is, but I'm about to say it's true, like how true what I am about to say is. But I feel like a lot of these guys, like all sports, they say it was like the week going into I made my decision, right? Like, so, I mean, like just any of this. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. Um, and I'll tell it. So I'll, I'll do mine in football real quick. So, and I'll get out to, I'll make you, I'll make you a deal. Cause I feel like we'll, we'll jump into this in a full kind of segment, if you will. I feel like at towards the end of the football wrap ups, but just this whole idea, dude, it just is, it's a little cheap and on two levels to me one, it, but it's just the whole, like, Oh man, like we'll all remember how Cam was passed off, right? He wasn't he wasn't picked up. Yeah, there's 15 GMs, like whatever number you want to pull out of your rear end and say, like, how many people regret it? And da, da, da. All right, for starters, they're one on one. Yeah. They're one on one. I'm just I'm just being honest. And second of all, all right, I guess if we're doing this now, but I'll just I'll just say this and we can we can kind of ju- like regurgitate it a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but th- th- who who the hell is anyone to, to question the Patriots way? Right. Like I was sitting there thinking about the show. I was out at the park because it was a beautiful day today around three o'clock. And I looked at my phone as I was cutting some of the highlights. And I thought to myself, it kind of like my thoughts hit me. The Patriots are like Ellis Island. They take everybody. If you were uh, once a star and then like, like any type of guy that maybe has uh, a jaded past, meaning right. Like they want something to like the Patriots bring them in and it works. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like, because Cam Newton had question marks, his injury. Like, who's to say he wouldn't be in the same health he would be? Because you know, Bill Belichick's on top of that type of stuff. How their bodies, I'm mean, right. Like, okay, so like, basically, I'm saying you you can't look at his success with one team and say, oh well, j- like he would have been that with everybody. Especially when that that one team has shown over the course of time they defied all logic yeah. and how good they are. Right. right, you know what I mean? It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, people like like you said, there was so many health concerns with cam newton so like you can't say that people just looked over him because they thought he's going to be bad there was a lot more to that like you're saying you know and and with new england yeah they they seem to have some secret potion yeah just because a team isn't doing as well as the patriots are doing right and they had a quarterback issue this past offseason doesn't necessarily mean like that the two are joined together they're not they're not two totally two separate things they are, but all right, to that point, let's, um, you know, what's not joined together Thursday and Sunday. So there was a Thursday game before the Sunday game. So I'll tell you, let's, uh, yeah, look at that little spin into the segment. Ugh, that was, that was, it's a JD one. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's, I'm nervous about the Marlins. You know, we'll probably talk about that a little bit later yeah. in the show, but I'm nervous about it. Hey, they're them. fifth right now projected if it, play, it ended today. We'll play off chase, yeah? I mean, this yeah. is what you live for, right? 17 right. years, but but um, all right, but get back to the football chatter, right? So let's start with that that Thursday night game. um, Dude, uh, for starters, I think right Browns, they're they're pretty they're their run game is legit. Let's 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 kind of maybe start there. 
I think not that's like the, overreact and be like, yeah, they're so good. No, I think that's their best thing they have going for them because obviously a good run game helps open up play action, better for passing, and just all in all, it's just better, you know, game flow, time possession, all that. The two-headed monster they have with Kareem Hunt and uh, and Nick Chubb is probably probably the best duo I would say in the league. Um, and for some reason, like under under the lights, Baker Mayfield seems to get like possessed on like primetime games, and he looks totally different and more engaged. And it's just they somehow pull these rabbits out of the hat. Um, I mean, granted, they beat the Bengals, okay, but Bengals look pretty good themselves, I would say. Don't you think? Yeah. It. <laughs> Well, Joe Burrow so, looked good. You yeah, no, no, that's fair. That. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I totally agree with that. So I, I guess where my head is, I'm thinking, is this? There's some pretty good players on teams that maybe aren't great, mm-hmm. and there were flashes in the pan of some good football on Thursday night, and that's what we got. But it wasn't necessarily like, like I'm not walking away from either team. I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, the Bengals. I mean, here we go. They're not going to win any games this year. No, I think they're, I think they're young. I think they're growing. I think Joe Burrow is good, but I also don't think they're amazing. Yeah. Okay. But on the flip side, I think the Browns, like, what, what is that really the litmus test we're going to give them? Like, no, I need to see like two or three more consecutive weeks of yeah, production. Yeah, like you got rocked by the Ravens, who's up. It's almost like you, you knocked off the Ravens, or sorry, you got knocked just knocked down by the Ravens, and they're here. Then you beat the Bengals. They're here. So Not by much, though. They didn't beat them by much. That's another thing. And they were at home. Yeah. Right. I mean, so albeit, I think, like I said, I think we could both find the commonality that, right, that the Bengals are better than what we thought, like, but most people would maybe say they are going to be, right? Like, but. For sure. But I don't, I don't know. I think that's kind of, an, not to be like a, like the, oh, I can't, where the, where the hell is the fun in this segment? But it's like, I think really the takeaways, there's, the, there's not too much to take away. No. Like temper your expectations if you're a Browns fan. Don't jump off a, a bridge if you're a Bengals fan. Right, exactly. This this isn't a game for – this will be a game for the classic overreactions where people see this and they're going to start getting on the Browns hype again, which you put, you put it – you said it perfectly. That the Ravens, they got destroyed, who are, who are one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. And then a team that's in the bo- one of the bottom feeders, they barely beat in a tight game. So the, there's nothing to get too high or too low on right now. It's just – it's a win. It's, you know, so – right. Now to this much moving to the to the Sunday games. It's funny we're gonna start with like kind of like a later afternoon game. Uh oh man, dude, this is tough because I I actually feel bad. I really do. Who's this? a little bit for myself because because I'm an idiot, but but more so for my behavior towards you. Oh, I and I think I owe you a formally you know formally I need to apologize on the show about. No, it. hey, I've been I said takes, stuff. Yeah, it takes a person, you know. I mean, I. Can I, well, let me ask you this. Are we there yet? Are we officially there that the Cardinals are real before I like completely just get down and like, no, no. I, I mean, me personally, I've been confident with them as you know, for the last several months, but they, it was, they beat the Washington football team. So it's like the Washington football team to me is not good except for their, their defensive line. So while it was a great win and they beat a 49ers team, that was extremely, that was a very strong win in week one, but we should just, just pump the brakes a little bit. See if they see how they are after like the first four weeks, if they're three and one or four and oh, then absolutely. But they beat the Washington football team week two. So, so, so here's my thought, right? So Kyler Murray has been a huge problem for two pretty good defenses Two And, and when I say two good defenses, I mean two defenses that are constructed 
at a by a good court by a good front seven, mm-hmm. right? So I look at that and I say, wow, okay. So not to not to like back backhand this and like say that they're not going to be good or that they might regress. What I would say if you're a Cardinals fan, you're saying, Karen, give me something to chew on that might make me a little nervous or like something to maybe temper my expectations. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll find a way to contain Kyler Murray because the defense isn't necessarily like lights out, but but they're pretty good. And I think they've benefited in a weird way. It's almost backwards. How everyone says, you know, best uh, best offense is your defense playing well or whatever. Right? Like, like um, it's almost the other way around. Like their defense is playing better because their offense is out there just kind of running that tempo and giving teams problems and right and just kind of like arm wrestling in that time of possession match. Um, and I also think, right, we got to talk about how Dwayne Haskins is not good no. uh, at all. Right. So when does he lose that job? Week seven, eight. I'm thinking whenever their bye week is, after their bye week. Alexa, when are the Washington football – I was about to say the Redskins. When, when is the Washington football – All right, well, that doesn't – all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. But whatever. Yeah, it but, doesn't matter. Yeah, so um, – I think it's actually week 11 because I thought I saw Gibson. I think you're week 11 right. bye. So, right. okay, but one, – <clears throat> One thing to add. Karen. Yeah, please. So the Cardinals play the Lions next week and the Panthers the week after. So if they're not – those are two games that they should win, I think. I know the Lions are, are talented, but if they're 4-0, then they're for real, in my opinion. They should yeah. easily be at least 3-1, but yeah. 4-0, they're for real. And, and it'll be interesting to see – like, do you say wait, – wait, sorry. So is uh, Detroit – who was after that? Uh, the Panthers. Okay. See, I want to see them play Seattle. Yeah. At home even, but like someone like that. Right, a, a team with with pedigree, a team that you know is going to be in the playoffs, right? The team that you yeah. know is going to have weapons that are going to attack you their way because they have, like I said, that pedigree. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I know mean, if they're there yet. And the Niners, be. the Niners I mean, are probably it, right below. I mean, yeah, to that point, like, I mean, if you're a Cardinals, you're saying, dude, what more do you want? We just beat the 49ers week one up there, but they're still. We'll get to them. We'll give them an autopsy in a minute. Yeah, it's yeah, right. It's very early still. I mean, I'm absolutely on the Cardinals bus. I'm not saying that I'm not anymore because I am, but like, I just think you're right. They need a couple more, and then that'll prove. That'll prove. Yeah, and I love what the chat was saying too. What world we're living in, where we're telling the Browns to temper their expectations, right? Um, That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, All right, but so let's. This was another game that I feel like I didn't watch a ton of on Red Zone. the Titans won on a game-winning field goal over Jacksonville. Although Jacksonville, I think, much like we talked about that Thursday night uh, Thursday night game, Zach, I feel like a, a game like this, same thing. I don't take a ton away. I don't look at Tennessee and I'm like, they're 2-0. They're they're legit. It's like, okay, well, they, they kind of just wiggled their way through two wins. But they're wins. Right? I'm not going to knock them for that. Wins the NFL or wins the NFL. On the flip side, right, Jacksonville, I think a lot of us – we even laughed on the show saying he like Marome is going to be the first guy to get fired and he's still might, who knows, but they don't, they looked, I'll be honest. I, I feel like I've been pretty harsh on them on the show. Neither not talking about them or when they do come up being like, Puh. Oh, me too. <laughs> right. But they, they looked better than I think what my expectations have been, but to that point, they're not, my expectations were the bottom. So they're. Yeah. Just because they're closer to like, it's, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I still think it's only a matter of time until they just crash and, and burn. And, and, you know, they're going to be a three or four win team, in my opinion. Um, so you think they'll win two more games? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I still don't have much faith. I mean, we've seen Minshew. They'll beat the Texans one of those two times. Probably because the Texans are. Maybe twice because Texans suck. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe I'm still being harsh on the Jags still. So yeah, no, that's fair. They I, haven't yeah. told me yet. Alexa, who do the Jaguars play in Week Three? Oh, it's uh, it's the Dolphins. The Dolphins yep, Thursday, Thursday night football. See, that'd be fun. See, so, that'd be kind right. of fun. So that that'll be. I think that's going to be a low key good game because you saw the Dolphins came out this week with the Bills. They almost won that game. Mm-hmm. And if the Jags are going to be for real, if the Jags are for real, then this is a game they they would would win. But I don't know. You know, it's funny. I always find that I could be wrong. These teams that I, I find some amusement by the that almost win games are so close. Those teams, those teams, when they play each other on Thursday night football, like this is a perfect example. Like Dolphins, Jags, right? Like, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. These games I feel like never really amount to like what you think they're gonna be. Yeah. Isn't isn't it funny like the last last Thursday night where it's like the Browns, Bengals, and then this one's the Dolphins, Jags. It's kind that of was like, good though. Uh, I agree. That was, but it was still, a good like, game. Inter- yeah, it was an entertaining game for sure. Um, all right, but also speaking of like the, the AFC South, let's move uh to a team that I, I I'm gonna be straight up and just ask you what do we, what do you think of them because I don't I'm I'm really not sure but there's really I mean kind of two directions you can go and it's you know I know you're thinking inside you're like well Karen you're you're excited and it's like I just, I'll be fair I'll be fair on this one right but but Colts Vikings yesterday oh, yeah. um was the, what was it was it 23 11 was that the final I actually uh, didn't write it down in my notes 28 to 11 20 28 11 okay there yeah. you go so um is this we'll start I'll I'll kind of spin it in this way. Is this more about the Colts winning or the Vikings losing? I think it's, excuse me, for me, I think it's more about the Colts because uh, the Vikings put up, what, 34 against the Pack last Mm -hmm. week? So they they clearly have the potential to score and be a good, and, you know, be aggressive and on the offensive side of the ball. But the Colts defense, like, they intercepted um, Cousins three times and then they had three or four sacks. I think one or two fumbles, you know, I think this is more about the Colts. And then this was a coming out party for Jonathan Taylor too, which is, which was huge. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think it's more about the Colts. I think it just took maybe a little bit to get their feet wet in the new system, maybe for Philip Rivers. He still didn't have a great game, but just yeah, a big interceptions team per usual, but yeah, you're right. He had that, you know, he played well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And uh, no, I think it's more about the Colts for sure. I mean, but I, I mean, again, you know me, I have like these three or four teams that I have a, I have a slate that I'm like I'm <laughs> high on and the Colts are one of them. So, <clears throat> well, yeah, here's here. I'll look at the Vikings for a second. I, I told you that I didn't think they were going to win this game. That I like the Colts minus three. That was like my, my football pick in my head, but oh, yeah. um, yeah, it's easy for me to sit there and be like, I had that one guys, everyone, the one that hit that, that well, one, that was well, my advice. Think about it, though, that, that really, I think minus three is, is very is a very tough line though for this game because the Vikings, you know, you have them up, everyone has them on a pedestal and they just put 34 up against Green Bay, you know. So it's like you think I'm not saying that as a shot to Green Bay's defense. No, I'm just saying, like, no, they, no, no, I'm gonna they, rip them later. I'm just saying their firepower is there, you know. So for them to only put up eleven here shows the Colts defense and the Colts as a whole had a better game plan. And I think it means more for Indy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I was looking down, you know, I, I look at uh well, it's funny because we were just talking about the Titans-Jags game. So I was reading an article today, and one of the comparisons was saying that they think Garner Minshew is better than Kirk Cousins, or if anything, the same. So they would rather have him just with the payroll and everything. Would you agree with that? I'd say no, just because the sample size we've had from Minshew is way smaller than Kirk Cousins to make that comparison where you could say that they're the same player, in my opinion. I, I think I would when you when you boil it down to the money. Because okay. yeah. because this sounds horrible. I'm not. I'm really not trying. Because I was like, oh, look at this Packers guy saying this. No, I just think Kirk kind of like 
that sucks as a leader. That's not the – you know what I'm trying to say. He's like weak, He's weak as a leader. He's not – like he's – and that, it's funny. He's not a bad leader. He He's not good at leading a football team, though. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like he's not a he's not a bad leader. He's just bad at leading the Vikings. Yeah, he comes off – no offense to Kirk because I think he's not that bad of a quarterback. I just – he comes off he's a little bit just – a little soft as a leader. I don't know if he's meant to be a leader. Like I think him he, and Zimmer don't exactly like seem like they're cut from the same cloth. No, right? No, they like, don't. They they really don't. It, like they need someone else in that team to be the vocal. Like leader. Teddy Bridgewater was kind of perfect before he got hurt there. Yeah, Bridgewater. He was. He was. He really yeah. was. Um. All right, but it's that point. I think the thing with the Vikings and not to harp on this game, but but I think with them, I look at this and I say. There, we talked about this, right? No, it's like, oh, we saw they weren't going to be good. I don't, they might, they're not dead yet, mm-hmm. but they, they have, they let some guys go, which I think they needed to do, whether it was Limbaugh Joseph, Xavier Rhodes, right? Yeah. Um, Everson Griffin, et cetera. But the guys that they replaced, like a guy like Mike Hughes needs to step up. He's not. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's like their secondary has been torched. That doesn't look like they've done, like, I mean, Grant, Anthony Harris looked good, but, like, what's going on? Is there – there could be something to be said. Zimmer's been there for a cup of coffee and dessert. So maybe there's a little more of a book on him than people think. Yeah. He's getting attacked in a bunch of different ways. I mean, we that zone, you know, uh, blocking that the Packers did and just all the different trickery and stuff, I mean, they couldn't handle it, right? Yeah. And yeah. and, I, and the Colts, same thing. Like, they're, like they're, they're well coached. Mm-hmm. And I think – so – the Vikings find themselves in a weird spot because there's expectations and there's also there is talent right there where you say okay well they beat the Saints it was a little bit of that mirage maybe I don't know I mean yeah and they're, I mean they're losing, a hard team to figure out do you know who they have in week three I can let you know in about ten seconds yeah they uh in losing you know giving getting trading digs was was huge too for them because yeah that like that doesn't look good because and i i knew i thought it was a stupid take to, I, i'm not saying it was bad that they moved on from him but I'll, I'll say i thought it was a stupid take when people said oh well they got Justin jefferson so that's you know just boop, that that's like a like putting the band in it's like well, no no he's not no. he's unproven yeah he had a great yeah, exactly player, but he's not proven in the nfl uh so it's tennessee at minnesota tennessee that's a fun game dude tennessee is two and a half point uh favorite that's it's yeah. a fun game. That that's fun that's game. an interest. That's a, that that'll be a very good game in my opinion. Yeah. Block oh yeah. Take, but I just I could see something going on. I could see the Vikings maybe pulling that out for some reason. But yeah, I, I could see how the NFL works. Well, so. you know that the Titans are gonna get their best punch. Yeah. And and they're two and zero feeling good. So it's I don't know. I mean, and, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a game well, the Vikings I, I, usually win. I'll just give you that heads that's, up. That's what I'm. That's what I'm feeling too. This seems like a game where the Vikings would win, but not to get into our week three. Picks. I wonder. I wonder what the spread is on that. Do you know by chance if that's oh, yeah, in Tennessee minus two and a half? Wow, yeah. that's tough. That's brutal. I have I no. Stay away from that. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, but also sticking in the NFC North, right? So we'll talk about Packers lines, right? I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, like oh, it's great. What for? 21 win. Um. I mean, I think the real big takeaway, right, was the Lions were up 14-3, then the Packers threw up. I'm trying to think how many on points it was. Was it 24? Uh, 28, I think. 28, yeah. 27-28. It doesn't matter, right? 24, 27, 28, like something like that, right? A lot. A lot, yeah. Three, three and a half, three to four scores worth uh, unanswered, basically. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'll go first because I'll make you go first for, for your team. Um I, their offense looks good, right? There was still a lot of mistakes. They had six drops. Uh, 
it's once again good for them if, that they got out healthy. Um, I would say Devontae Adams. I know he has a hamstring. Yeah, he should be all right. I think from from everything it was reported today, they basically just said we're fine. Like you don't need to go yeah, back in. I think it was just. I mean, you're up by that that by that much. What's the point? Right. So and to that point, I think so. To me, um, and I'll pull up this this stat that, that I thought was pretty interesting. Right. So this is all the Packers drives, all uh, fourteen of them, and, and you know, taking out like one or two like kneel down ones, right? But like before half or whatever, but. So this season they've gone field goal, turnover on downs, which mind you was on the one yard line, uh, right? Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, punt, touchdown, 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 victory formation, field goal, touchdown, punt, touchdown, touchdown. Wow. And that's 65 points in 14 drives. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, dude, Aaron Jones is the real deal. He looked like he shot out of a cannon on that one run that uh, was a 75 yard Uh, run. 75 yards, yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say, I, I think, I mean, Ar- I, don't, I don't even know how arguable this is at this point. He's probably the best running back in the league. You think so? I mean, I know we're only through two weeks. Yeah, but I think he is at this right now. Honestly, I really I do. think the line has to have so much credit. Elton Jenkins is one of the best blockers. And, I mean, Bakhtiari has been great. Lindsley's been playing really well at center, too. Great. He sprained his thumb, but he played great yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, to that point, just like all the other teams, because I'm not going to sit there and I was like, yeah, you tell everyone else to temper. <laughs> I think if you're a Packers fan – Let's you gotta keep it real. Their defense, there's there are moments in that game where they just die and they wither, and it's and it's really scary because you don't know when it's gonna happen. And I think to back this into kind of spin this into the lines too. They're a talented team, but and, and this is they to me are they're penny smart and dollar dumb. And, and when I say that, right, they're the type of team where I'll hear, you know, all throughout that game, oh Matt Patricia is you know really. Uh, made it known to this team that they can't jump off sides with Aaron Rodgers' cadence and blah, 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 right? Okay. And they won't. They'll be like that disciplined with like the obvious thing that everyone else gets tripped up on. But then they'll do stupid stuff like get two 15-yard penalties when the Packers had no timeouts and they were working with somewhat of a short field before halftime, still trying to find their rhythm. And I was literally screaming at the TV. I'm like, you have to score here. You have to score here. You have to jump on them. I just wanted a field goal. But then obviously once they got inside the 10, I was like, I got to score a touchdown. But, yeah. but right, the reason why they were able to get down, the Packers had no timeouts. They literally handed them 30 yards, 30 of the 60 yards they probably like roughly that they had to get via the penalties. And then on top of that, like the clock stopped every time. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, zero discipline. Yeah. So like that to me is the Lions where I think to myself, every time I'd like to think that they're good. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, everyone was keeping me in check during the game. It was, it was, it was a team effort. It was um, but I mean to that point. Uh, right, I, like, when are they gonna like? They're gonna have like the Lions are that team. Where I just think, oh man, like it's if like if the Redskins had their talent with Rivera, I think they'd be better. Like you know, what I mean, they went win that game against the Cardinals. Like I don't, like, they play like you said, they play the Cardinals. Another good test, right? Like an interesting test. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I my hunch, my hunch is, but I don't know how much Lions fans would want to hear this story. But like, cause I'm so, stuck in between this. I think if I had. To, to bet money on it, I would say within the next few weeks that it's like arm wrestling, like that arm's just going to keep, keep dropping and the record's going to drop and, and mm-hmm. you know, right? Like, because they're not a team that really handles adversity great. Like, kind of once they start slipping, they well, slide all the way. Look what happened they lost one. Here's a yeah. stat. How many games in a row do you think they've lost? Mm, I'm going to say like seven. Eleven. Wow. Dude, eleven games. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot. So – they're, they're like, 
And it's funny. I, I do hate that whole thing that everyone's saying, like, oh, uh, Jim Caldwell got fired after nine and seven, and Matt Patricia has not is like nine and twenty, whatever, and whatever, and one, I guess, in his tenure. And it's just like, yeah, but that's not fair. Yeah, you, you gotta take it. You can say about Tom Coughlin with the Giants. You can say yeah. about any, any. They didn't know that when they hired him. It's like, so Matt, right. so it looks like I'm looking into a crystal ball, nine twenty three. I like that. You like that? And so, yeah, they all agree on this shit. Okay. Like, no, like. No, yeah. They don't go in there with risk. that intention. It might not work. Yeah. But, I mean, to that point, what, you know, it, 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 I don't know. I digress. But um, I think the main takeaway there is that, right, it looks like the Packers offense is pretty good and it looks like the lines are on the ropes. Yeah. So yes, it's it, exactly. And okay, so it's that point. It's funny. Is this this is generic, but I kind of like it. And people are probably gonna roll their eyes about how cheesy is this. You know, we do our little segments by the clickbait. I don't know. I'm like need a glass of water. Whether it is clickbait cleanup or Mojo Monday or Show versus the Street. I was thinking of uh, I think what Barstool does like on part of my tickets called like the Dun Chain. Um, and you know, different shows have good variations of it, but and right. I was thinking, what if we have the toaster? Or if a team or 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 a, or a coach that we think is going to get fired, and when we put them in the toaster, you can't let their toast. Yeah. So you can. I'll make a graphic and get it all up and stuff for next week. But I was saying you can't make you can't put anyone in the toaster week one, right? Because it's just anything can happen. Yeah. I have like two <clears throat> intertwined this week, but I feel Wait. like, and it's funny, the Lions, the Giants. Yeah. This is just so far, the Vikings. And the Bengals are about a, about a loss away from being toast, I think. Okay. Where it's just like, to, I don't care what happens. Toast, meaning like you have no chance for the playoffs? Yeah, or? yeah. Like it's just, it's not, you're not going to look back on this year and enjoy it. Okay. And I feel like that's playoffs. Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, because that's everyone's goal. And, 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 goal. If, and if it's a coach, yeah. right, they're going to get fired. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I don't know. So I, I think Patric- the Giants, I think, like, they're on deck right now. Yeah, like, I think like, Patricia, the loaf of bread's there. Yeah, I think Patricia is like a slice of bread out of the loaf already. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. He's like, like, exactly. Yeah. All you got to do is push like it You're down. dangling him right now. Definitely, definitely. He, he yeah. is literally, he can feel like the, the there's like red rays in there just yeah. getting heated like up. You just yeah. plugged it in. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. He's he's yeah. the first piece about to like, well, actually, there's two pieces in there right now, but well, I'll get to them when when they get up. Oh, jeez, uh, Giants! Are there. No, they're not in there. They're, they're not. They're 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 like that piece that's like now falling to like the oh, other part of the plastic <laughs> on the loaf of bread. They're just laying there. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll say it. So let's 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 exercise those demons. Uh, exercise the demons, right? So so talk to me, Zach. Mm. What? You all right? Yeah, thanks. So. It was. I mean, did you guys keep back? Well, first of all, I felt horrible because I the, the, in my game the. the uh, uh, was it Chris Myers? I think was calling the game. He or not Chris Myers. Um, it was Chris Myers. I don't know. Whoever was calling the game messed up, and they said you guys were up ten nothing. Something oh. like, all right, it's great. And I then wish. and then because I'm looking at your text, and I'm like, no one seems happy right now. <laughs> so yeah. all right, but you guys did come back. It's 17 13. You're in the game, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'll let you just kind of set. You know, I'll yeah. pass to you. Well, at that point in time, when it was 17-13, I had the vibes of Tampa Bay week three of last year coming coming about. I mean, I thought we were going to have a Danny Dimes, like 10-yard rush to win the game, but uh, that wasn't the case. So my biggest takeaways are, listen, the Browns are not good, or the Bears are not a good team, but we are just worse right now, way worse. We have no third down defense. You know, we have no problem getting getting a team to be third and five or third and 10 or third and 12 even but then third down comes around and it's like we back off and just 
you know, we're wide open and, and say, here, take the first down. There's the yard marker. You need help getting to the chain? Sure. You know, and, and that's just, that's extremely frustrating because your defense looks solid. And then all of a sudden it's like, when you need to step up, they step back. And that was huge for me. Um, that was, that, that was probably one of the biggest things, but even bigger than that was Daniel Jones still being careless with the ball. I mean, the, the one fumble or in the first half, it's in the first quarter, I think it was led to them going up 10, nothing in the, in the first quarter. And it's like, like, come on, you got to be able to sense that pressure. You need to know when to get rid of the ball. He, right now he's holding onto the ball too long. If, if he's running or if he's in the pocket, he needs to have a mental like timer that says, okay, danger zone, danger zone. Like I'm sensing something. So I got to run or whatever, at least with like with, with Eli Manning. I mean, we would all argue that he would fall down too much, but it's like, I'd rather that happen than, than turnovers every time. So I think the kid has a ton of potential. I'm still, still excited. And, you know, I think he's going to be great, but he still needs to grow up with that. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's funny. I agree. I was just thinking about it. Um, of course, my, 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 uh, my, my screen froze, but as you're talking, but no, no, you, you hit on so many points that, and, and I want to give this, uh, give this to you straight. So I'm like, my mouth is like falling down the stairs today just because there's so much football chatter. Um, but I'll give it to you straight here. We had that issue. We still do a little bit, but I would say before when it starts with your pass rush, which I don't think is bad, but you don't have that guy that's going to get to the quarterback every time. Like, yeah, you know, like, right. You're hoping someone's going to step up and be the guy. Yeah. For some reason, I know Patrick Graham had a three, four in, in Miami, but I'm not, I'm not a big three, four guy on defense. I've always liked a four, three defense. I feel like you can get more pressure that way. I, you know, well, I like having the edge guys like Marcus Golden and um, Lorenzo Carter coming at you for, or, or Fackrell. Kyler Fackrell had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like that aggressiveness, but I don't here's, know. Here's the problem. So, and you're right. They didn't play horrible. It's it's because right. They only give up 17 points, but at the same point, no pun intended, it's, you're right. They give up like your offense could benefit from maybe one or two more possessions mm-hmm. and, and get like one or two more stops on the third down, put some more pressure on these teams and not get yourself into a 17, nothing hole. Yeah. Like the amount of some time, of that. Yeah. Cause I was going to say some of that is a little bit of a mirage, right? Cause I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's like a team when they're up 17, nothing is okay. Now let's maybe, especially when you have quarterback like Mitch Trubisky running the show, it's like, maybe we should start doing things a little bit more conservative, just a little bit, just a little bit. You're right. Yeah. And and you might do that, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, would you like look at that? The clock's been chewed down a little bit more. We haven't given up as many points. Like, right, it just starts turning more of a bend picture, not a break. But still, it's not what you're looking for. Yeah, the amount of times that I saw Mitch Trubisky run out of the pocket on third down, pretend like he was going to run, and then hit David Montgomery on a little just loop it in. Over little the awkward, I know I hate those little awkward passes. The, the amount of time he did it like three or four times that that were on third down and led to a first down. You know, first off, I'm thinking, like, are you kidding me? And second, why didn't David Montgomery do this for me last year for fantasy? You know, so it's like, come on. It was a double whammy there. But well, and, and so to that point, well, yeah, I'll tell you, so that's actually the other thing I was going to – I mean, might as well just do this now. I'll do it because I don't mind doing the eulogy because yeah, please. You know, my fantasy team is dead now. But yeah. uh, Saquon uh, tore his ACL. So it was announced uh, today officially that he tore it. And, and God, you just got to feel for the guy. It, it, it sucks. It sucks, you know, and I'll, I'll let you obviously give your full because there's no one that's probably more upset than than uh, a Penn State alumnus like yourself slash Giants fan. Mm. Um, 
but I, I, I'll give my two cents to kind of warm you up or be like the hype man for you. Uh, or like the, I guess the anti-hype man, but I look at it from this perspective. It hurts as a football fan. You want you want to see, I thought, I think it was Kyle Brandt was saying on good morning football like a couple of weeks, well, last week after Monday night game, and he was just saying it, it hurts when your lines like not giving him holes or whatever. Cause like when he does have those gaps and flashes where he like just breaks one off, it's beautiful. It's like art. Mm. And it sucks. I, I just really wanted to see you guys take that next step together. Or like, where was that next step going to be? That's a better way of putting it. Maybe like, right. I'm not, I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm more just saying yeah. like, I wanted to see where it went like right now, you know, and we'll never know. And that just kind of sucks. Cause it's so like, it was almost like we were just deprived of them all year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then to that point to get to the actual point too, it's like, right. You feel for him. I mean, right. Like, I mean, you can see the look on his face and dude, did he not like dislocate his like elbow right before that? Probably. It looked like he, something happened with his wrist or his elbow, like the play yeah. or two before. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel so bad for him for, for, you know, his body. Like, you know, right, I mean, at a point, I mean, it's, that's their job, but it's like, it, that, that just sucks. Right. I, I can't, I know people say it all the time. Oh, well, it's their job. They get paid millions of dollars. Oh, well, but I, I think no, like you go through that mentally to prepare and, and work so hard to do something and then to, to go through that pain. Mm-hmm. And now you're, you know, you're stuck and you can't really, you know, and, and, and I know that judge wanted him there and right. Like, so it just, I think it's a sucky situation all around. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, we, we know, we don't personally know Saquon, but we know his attitude, his work ethic and the time. Oh yeah. For him to be is. such a great guy. Yeah. He's going to come back, I think, even even stronger. And I think he's he's motivated and he's going to – I wouldn't be surprised if he's ready in, like, six months instead of, like, the standard, like, 10-month time, time frame because he's going to be putting 110% effort into this process to get back. And you know what? Another glass-half-full approach. You know, maybe this will make the Giants offensive players learn how to play better without a guy like Saquon there. So, hopefully next year when Saquon – and I can't believe I hate that I'm already talking about next year. But when Saquon's there next year <laughs> – it's a more everyone's better. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So no, I'll give you three right. positives, right? So one, this is the, like, I'll start with like the backhanded one, but it's true. Mm. You still got a sample, a sample size to see that your offensive line is not good enough. Yeah. Right. Like it's least. not like week one where he like ran through like three people and everyone's like, Oh, the line's fine. Like, see, he was fine until he got hurt. Right. Like, no, mm. he was struggling, especially against the bears a little bit. Right. He only had like 20 yards rushing or whatever. So like, he it's evident that you need to really put into that line. So that's one. And you can do that even with him being out. So, and at that point, I'll even add this little twist in there. He's going to take hits now this year. If you're going to go down, it's better that he got hurt now than like week 14 or 15. Then you're, you're probably going to not have him for the beginning of next year. Yep. He took all these hits this year for kind of not nothing, but you know what I mean? Like it didn't, it's boom, boom. He can get back. Like you said, he'll be ready to go for next year. Um, I think, uh, what was the other positive I was going to say with it? Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Well, now. it was one of the other things you just said about next year. Not that I was trying to be that guy the team uh, playing better, knowing how to play without a weapon like him. And they're gonna no, it wasn't that. I'm trying to think, uh, sorry. I'm trying to think what it was. Um, oh, you're fine. Well, my head right now, I'm thinking like, what's this going to do for fantasy football drafts next year? Like, how far is he going to slide now? Yeah, know? yeah. Oh, well, that actually, no, that's kind of what I was thinking. Contract year for him next year. You were talking, yeah. So you were talking about you're going to be better than ever, da, 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 like next year, right? So like, yeah. he's going to need a contract year. There you go. Like, I and I'll, I'll kind of marry that with the point I was saying earlier as a football fan to like the pride. That's kind of what I, 
I'm not trying to be like, God, now we're going to have to talk about that this offseason. Be like, so, Zach, like, what happens? You're going you're to have to pay him the world or nothing, right? Like, it's great. Yeah. That's probably what it have been anyway. But it's almost another to be continued, right? It's almost like a slow season of a TV show where, like, we're in the fourth episode. I'm like, I still don't think I know what's going on. Like, yeah. it's yeah. a great show, but, like, come on now. like let's... That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, how much longer do you stick around? It was like House of Cards season three. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, but I'll tell you, not to, not to wallow in that one for you, but all right, so let's take a look at, uh, we'll stick with your neighbors in the NFC East. Uh, this annoys me. I think it annoys everyone in this country, unless you're an actual fan of this team, but the way Dallas won that game at home, like, uh, a sour taste in my mouth. Weird. Uh, I think they're going to take this momentum and go like three and out the next three games. So. Well, so they go at Seattle. That's what's interesting. So I'll even just kind of throw that out there right out of the gate. That's why I'm not going to run off on that tangent. But to that point, it's funny you said that because that's actually what I wrote down. I think everyone's going to overreact off this game and say, oh, Atlanta, it's over. It's all done now. Um, right. But then I think a lot of people are also on the flip side are going to say, oh, well, Dallas, like, there they go. They're going to be off in all their way. I don't know if either are true. I think maybe something in the middle. Uh, we're talking. So look at this. We got a little bit of check on. We're talking a little NFL recaps tonight. So. We're about, I'd say about what halfway through the games we've seen so far yeah, in week two. Say, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Dallas, Atlanta. Uh, but also, why don't I paint a picture for everyone too about, you know, if you, I mean, not that I think really anyone missed this, but, you know, if you did or if you didn't see the highlights, here you go. Uh, so Dallas recovered an onside kick, which apparently is impossible because of the way they restructure the rules, how they have to line up evenly. Uh, if you ever seen Caddyshack or, or, or honestly, it looked more like Space Jam when when they lure Michael Jordan through the golf hole and like the ball magnetically just moves around in a, in a, in a way that defines science. The little cue shot, Zach, that rolls in, slithers around, like it kind of really like curls and drags in and just gets over the 10-yard marker. Um, right, so Dallas gets the ball. And, and here's another angle. So you can – I mean, this, this one shows you how much it just gets over. It's got to get over the 45. Look at this. Ready? I mean mm-hmm. – it's like curling, someone said. It really looks like that. Uh, where you're just looking for that 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 delicate touch. Yeah. Uh, and oh my God, it literally just makes it over. All right. So then to that point, right? So Dallas gets the ball after a CD Lamb catch, right? Sets up for uh, I think it was a 30 something yard field goal, 31 yard field goal, I think, for Zerline. He nails it uh for his 10th career game winner, I believe. And the Cowboys uh avoid going on the chopping block of 0 2. They're one and one. Atlanta drops to 0-2. What do you make of all of this? And the irony is, right, Atlanta lost to Seattle. Now that's who Dallas is playing next. Yeah. I mean, special teams coach should be fired. Because, think because dude, you you know if you're the team, the receiving team in that situation, you're allowed to touch the ball if it's one yard off the kick or if it's 20 yards off the kick. So they just stared and watched, let the ball across the 10-yard 10 like 10, 10 marker when they could have easily just grabbed it. So, so okay. did they not understand Can the I, rules? How do you not know that? So let me wiggle in there a little bit because I actually, that take, and not the, the way you said it, actually, I can, I can live with that one. Like not that's it, like in that way. Yeah. But I, I hate, like, I hate the people that are like, ah, how do you not jive on that? Right. Like, you're like you could have thought you did that. Out of the rules like, oh, you know, 10 yards, 10 yards. Like, right. Like, okay. I get it. But for anyone, not one person in any of those rants has at least, said, I understand that if Atlanta somehow touches it or two guys touch it at the same time and they both don't get it or something, it's also a live ball. That's live, yeah. Right, like, like, can we at least entertain that point? Like, I'm not suggesting that, like, they, what they did was right. Yeah. 
but and also furthermore, because right, I'm not trying to make excuses. And I can attest to this being the Packers guy that basically died at the hands of this in the NFC title game in 2016. But um, dude, like the first line are blockers usually. So like, they're not exactly accustomed to handling the football. Their job is to really build that wall. So those guys running at them cannot get there. So like, right. They're not the savvy slick running back. That's kind of like, Oh, I'm going to slip on the ball. Right. Like it's a, it's a, it's a tight end. What if they just get on it and they awkwardly just it squirts out and they don't get full possession? I mean, great. You know, the minute it, that person dives, and I'm not like yelling that this at you. I'm more yelling this out like to the football world just mm-hmm. to kind of like level it up a little bit. I'm not saying they handled it correctly, but at the same point, I'm, I'm not saying they really screwed it up as bad as everyone did. I, I'm the type of person too, where I would almost just argue and be like, that's no different than a ball that like, is foul and then comes back in fair, tor- fair territory and just wraps right around the base. And you're just like, geez, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, come on. You know I mean, like, right. Now on the flip side, don't let them go down and score. They weren't in field goal range then. Right. I, I, I hate how no one on the NFL network will like actually say that or ESPN, right. It's all, we always have to talk about the onside kick. It's like, well, don't let them score. Yeah. Don't let CD Lamb run free for 20 plus yards. Right. Like, and, and I'm not sitting here trying to praise Dallas because at the same point, congratulations. I, I don't know if, if you're in a, in, a, in a slump or you needed a jump start, but the thing is, come on. Everyone say, oh, this will springboard him. You just got a brand new coach. What spark do you need? I, I'm really interested to see because, okay, fine. I'll give you the sparks, whoever wants to say it. And I, because I, I agree, I think it might, but you're going to go up to Seattle at 425 the next week at Eastern time. And, and you're, we're going to learn something about them. That's going to be a tough football game. They're playing really mm-hmm. good up there. So, like, I, I think we'll learn a lot about those teams. And Atlanta, I, I don't know. I don't know. Where, I, I don't know where we leave, where we go with them. Yeah. I, if I'm a Falcons fan or if I worked in the Falcons organization, I would feel a million times better if one of my players jumped on the ball and it squirted out than what they did on Sunday, in my opinion. I'd rather them take the chance and be aggressive than sit there it's, and basically let Dallas get the ball. It's so hard because it, but it's it, tough. It's it, so, I get what you're it, saying. The Giants do that, and, and one of the guys jumps. You're like, he doesn't even handle the football normally. He's an idiot. You're like, and I'm like, yeah, but Zach, like, he was just trying to help. You're like, that's not your. You know what I mean? Like, then it's yeah. like, like, you know, so it's so. I guess my thing is right. It's never. This is the classic case of it's never one play. It's never one right. thing. Don't be in that. Don't put yourself in that. Position. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know. I mean, right. They were up by nine points, and squandered it away. So I mean, you know. I mean, come on. Like, don't let them score before that. No, it's that. So, it's that easy. You're right. Yeah. And 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 here's the thing. It's funny because I. It's well, not funny, but it sucks if you're a Falcons fan. Those are some tough losses to stomach. But I will say this: if you are a Falcons fan, this is some hard truth. I would I would throw out there. Um, not that I'm trying to be the tough guy tonight, but I say this as a Flyers fan who, when a fan base that has guys uh, that are married to the fans, like, like Claude Drew, Jake Borchak, guys that are not great, but the people in the fans always, for whatever reason, think that we have to appreciate them. Don't be that with the Falcons. Like, right, like they're not winning. They're not, I, it's funny, this is why I put in my notes. They're not good at winning football games, Zach. <laughs> That's like my takeaway. They're not good at winning football games. They can't right? deal. Nope. No, and, and, and like, and that's important. You can like Julio dropping that ball. That's important. And I know people are like, oh, but he's still great. Yeah, he's still great. But he gets paid a lot of money to make that. That's the catch he needs to make. Right? Like it's it's there. Yeah. I, I guess my point is I'm not going to say you're like, oh, Dan Quinn needs to get fired. But I'd be like, I think everyone needs to be on alert there. I don't know what to make of them because they do have pieces, but they're just not working. It's like, like you know what I mean? 
Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, it, it goes from the top down, and there's clearly something going on there that there's they're not firing on all cylinders. And it's carried over from last year. So it's carried yeah. over from the Super Bowl that they blew. So all right, but I'll tell you, they're not in the toaster. But you want to know who is? Oh boy, our next game. All right, also before I put them in and before I press down and put you know both uh, pieces of bread in, uh, I want to know if you concur with this. You know, to make sure that there's no mold on it, and you know that there's a chance of whatever that mm. it's a living still, right? Okay. It's still living. Uh, going with. So we're going with uh, some bread straight from Texas, no. Houston from Houston, yeah, Houston, oh, yeah, Texas they're toast. bread, yeah, they're toast. yeah. I think so, and I actually so I start with Bill O'Brien because he's like the first, like he's the very first piece, mm. and then you know, he's almost like the end piece of bread where we almost knew he was going to be toast already. Yeah, it's like, just, it's like you have not, to toast it. You can't use that for anything else. Yeah, you're just not interested in it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're another team that's very not good at playing. They're almost like the Falcons of the AFC a little bit. Um, by the way, you know what? It's funny. I saw this one thing. I actually want to bring this up before we, before we go back. So, you know, it's a betting lesson for folks. Some guy threw 35 grand live on the Falcons when they were rolling over the Cowboys to win a grand. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. Oh, I hate to be that guy. What an idiot. You should never, like, live betting <clears throat> is fun, okay, sometimes. But <laughs> when, you have to, when you're going to bet that much money to win that little bit in that scale, you never do that. Don't do that. No, Look, you're an idiot. Aaron, would you, would you risk $35 to win $1? No, exactly. Same, it's the same thing. It's you don't the do same that. principle. Yeah, exactly. Look at us high rollers. We have to drop it down into that. But right. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. Um, and, and to that point, so to put it in perspective. So, yeah, so we're, we're, we're in unison here that the, that the old Texans are toast. After I mean, to the Ravens, man, they just kind of kicked their ass yesterday. Yeah, the Texans are awful, plain and simple. I thought it's it was a shame because Deshaun Watson is just – being wasted there right now. So I thought the way um, Mark Ingram kind of like kickbox the Texans logo as he scored was almost just kind of fitting. And like Deshaun Watson's this reaction on TV of just like that touchdown kind of epitomized how bad the Texans are and just how they're not good. Like they're not good. I know it sounds like, uh, like they're not, they're not a good team. But we knew this, like they don't have weapons. Shocker. Like they traded the best one away. But, but, I mean, but here's the thing, dude, it's like, Deshaun Watson, very talented, okay? David Johnson didn't have his best game here, but he also was going against the, the Ravens' defense. Um, he's shown flashes so far in these two games. I mean, Brandon Cooks had five catches for 95 yards. I mean, I know he's hit or miss, as we've talked about before, but that's not bad. Will Fuller, if he can stay healthy, is something, but that's the key point, if he can stay healthy. Um, their defense, I'd say, is a middle-of-the-road defense. I know they have J.J. Watt, but okay. Um they should be better than what they are, but I think there's a lot of coaching issues there and yeah. structural issues. There. Definitely. That's what it is. Um, and it's funny on the flip side, you look at the Ravens. So no, no team, no, I don't take a whole lot away. I think, so I'm going to make this point about the chiefs, which is, I think like two games I have on the list down. Um, so I feel like right. The, the, the Ravens, the chiefs, the, the Patriots, uh, the Steelers, uh, those types of teams, right. It's a matter of there's just going to be a handful of games in January, you know, a couple of divisional games too. Right. But like in January, it's like one of those teams I just said is going to probably play another one of them for a meaningful game. Or one of them is going to play a team I didn't mention, but that team's hot. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's going to be like, are you going to bring it that day? Like, wait, like is the Chiefs defense going to be lights out? 
Like, are the Ravens, like, because, I mean, not to be that guy, right? That's, I feel like the Ravens are the living tale of that. We looked at last year how they went, what, 14 and two, they dominated, and then they just didn't have it that one night against Tennessee, ground and pound. They're out, right? Like, it's like, now, like, everyone's a little bit less like, yeah, with the Ravens. But, mm-hmm. so to me, and this is a compliment, it's going to sound like an insult. I don't know why it's not going to have a great tone to it, but it's, it's a compliment. It, I, like, I'm not that interested in them because we'll, we'll find out in January if they're real or not. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. That they've they've programmed us to be this way because they're our last two postseasons. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Great, right. two postseasons in a row. Yeah, we're jaded on them right now. It's definitely. Also, speaking of people that are jaded on their team, uh, look no further than our own zip code uh, in southeastern Pennsylvania. I know, like you got your got a little smile. I can see behind the, behind that behind that five o'clock shadow. Um, so I can do this one as a as a third party NFC North yeah. guy. Uh, right. I mean. So the Eagles and, and the Rams, and we'll, we'll tie it into the West too. Uh, that was a weird game. Uh, starts off, eh, not a good start for the Eagles. They come back. Uh, they make it interesting. They make it a one-score game. Then the wheels come flying back off again. Uh, you know, I, I, I wrote some notes down. I don't think any of this is really riveting. I don't think it's anything that's like a hidden secret, but I, I, I keep saying, I think that they really miss Frank Wright as their offensive coordinator. I don't think they've looked the same. And I, and to be fair, I thought it was more of a micro problem, not a, not Frank Wright problem. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought right so much that I think now they really miss him um, or whatever that was brought, like whatever quality of offensive coordinator that he brought to the table. Um, I, and I'll die on that hill. But the other one, and then, and then you start asking questions like, is Howie Roseman really a good GM? Okay, Kieran, you won the Super Bowl. I know that. I know that. But besides that one year, what? what? Like, what, what are we looking at here? Right. Before that, it was a struggle before Chip Kelly. And, right, like, it's funny because I'd almost laugh and say to anyone, and including – because I was in this camp too. I don't think there was anyone in Philadelphia that after the second year Chip Kelly went 10-6 and – and he was like, all right, like this has been great, but I need to make the decision now. I need my guys. And everyone was like, all right, look, like Howie Roseman, you drafted Danny Watkins. Howie Roseman, like I'm not, you, you know, you drafted Marcus Smith. I'm not sold uh, on that. Although obviously that's that pick, they both blame each other. But right, like, I mean, so I think everyone was on board with it then. Then he goes out and wins the Super Bowl three or four years later. And okay, so which is fair. Like I'm not trying to discredit it, but a lot of those pieces are not there anymore. Nick Foles, no, not like I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm just trying to bring up the, the hey, team Johnny, that rolled they rolled the out there that night in yeah. February in Minnesota is not the same roster they have right now. Uh and you gotta blame the GM for not replacing that correctly. Right? I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to get out of it. And and, and here's the other thing. I'll, I'll give it to uh, – like, I'm not trying to be like a tough guy tonight. Like, I keep saying, like, I'm going to give it to straight. I'm going to give it to straight. But I will say this. I think this is another tough truth for, for Eagles fans to hear, right? They didn't do anything about their linebackers. They haven't done a ton about their offensive line, sure. But, like, drafting one guy, like like Dillard early, right, and then, like, kind of being like – and then and then, and then a guy here or there, like a straggler late, that doesn't – like, you almost need to just double down and have, like, that like that room over full with line. I mean, not to be that guy, you're kind of seeing it with, with your line. Yeah. Because the Packers have line issues. That's basically what they do. They keep drafting linemen nonstop. It's like three per draft. And, I, and I, as much as I don't like watching it in April, I love it now. Because usually one of them steps up and can replay. Like their line is flimsy. And I think a lot of people said, oh, well, like if their line can stay healthy, that's a tough ask. It's tough for a line to stay healthy. That's my, I think that's my whole general point. Like you're in the trenches. Yeah. Right. Right. It, they didn't, 
I don't know. Like they didn't spend enough. To, like because it's like, oh, we got Darius. Like, but I said this to you this morning. I was texting you. What has he won in Detroit? Nothing. And I'm not. That's not me saying anything against Darius. Slime. We're just saying like what his position impacts that part of like the, the actual end game, right? Sure, he can take a receiver out, but what happens if they can't stop a tight end like Tyler Higby? I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, he what? What do you have? To, uh, I'm trying to think. What was it? Three. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. It was three touchdowns. Yards receiving. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, dude, and, and and a lot of them were just like, good God, it looked like that like kid that's just out in the backyard just killing the other kids. I mean, it, it they also, I'm not trying to overreact and like basically burn on the Eagles right here, but like at what point do you also start asking yourself is, I'm not going to say like, is the book out on Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz, but right, like, is there something to be said about that? Like, basically, they look like they're in more than just like a rut. And Carson Wentz, Looks like he's burned. Dude, I, we, I read that column that Jason Whitlock put out, the 10 observations I thought was really good. And it was interesting, speaking of Frank Wright, to bring it full circle. He suggested they trade him to Indianapolis in the offseason. And he might, like, it might fix his career, might, like, help them. I don't know what to think. I don't think uh, drafting Jalen Hurts was a great thing just because, like, I just think it really – I don't know. But at the same point, I'm also – I know most of our, our Eagles friends are, are at this point too, right? Like, they're pretty much done with Wentz or, or just done making excuses or giving him passes – and I'm at that point too because I, I don't know really what to think. They, they're, I just wrote down their offense looks broken. It looks broken. Yeah, plain and simple. Right. Didn't, I mean, to be fair, he had good flashes last year that helped them get in the playoffs. And then, and to be fair, that wasn't his fault. The cloudy cheap shot him in the head. So I, I don't know what to think with them. I'm very confused. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, I'm not. I'm not surprised. That's all I'll say. And. We'll see what they're made of. That's all, that's all I can really say about it. Without yeah, I mean, you, well, you got to beat Cincinnati at home now. There's no like, there's no excuse. If you lose that game, they're in the toast, right? If you, yeah, if you lose, exactly. Is that they have next week, Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at home, too. So you got to win that game. Yeah, if they, yeah, if they lose that game, then absolutely they are like, like put them in the toaster and put it on like level 10 out of 10. I think, me. I think they'll win that game. I do. I think they'll win that one. Um, I saw, oh, no. I forget what the spread was. It was like two, maybe. Um, like two. Wow. It, You're it, wrong. Might be wrong. Uh, Eagles are minus six and a half. Never mind. Wow. Okay. Oof. All right. I was wrong on that. Yeah, all right. I will take the Bengals in that game, though. Plus six and a half. Absolutely. See, I think the Eagles are going to roll in that one, but I could be wrong. I mean, we'll see. But all right, let's, before we just not to make it all about the Eagles, because we're obviously on the East Coast, but right, the Rams, they're 2 0. They're 2 0. And they, yeah. I mean, they, they looked better than I thought they were going to play for damn sure. Uh, it obviously looks like them in Seattle are kind of in front, obviously, but the Cardinals are obviously right there too. So yeah. if the NFC West is, you know, I'll, I'll say this to kind of, kind of bring it all together. I feel like that much to my surprise, I feel like I was someone suggesting that the NFC West would regress and the A or in the NFC East would get better and progress. Uh, and it's, and it's more just the status quo last year, all the NFC West seems studding out and the NFC East, not so much. Hey, I, I was in the same boat. I thought the Rams were going to be awful this year, and so far, so good. I I thought the Seahawks would kind of start regressing, and clearly that they aren't letting up. So there's still a lot of time to be a lot of games left to be played, obviously. But at least so far, that's how it's looking. The NFC still looks awful, just like last year. Yeah, and I'll tell. We'll move over real quick into the um to the other team that shares home in LA, right? The Chargers. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of different directions we could take this one in, right? So Justin, Justin Herbert, uh, right. First start chiefs look really good. 
Uh, not really, but I mean, they came back. That's more what I should say. They look good in their comeback. Yeah. Uh, and I think what is it like? They've won their last six games. They've been down by double digits, which is pretty crazy and remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll say, and I know we're kind of moving through time here. So let's let's we'll, let's break it down, right? So was this more about the Chiefs coming back? Was this about Justin Herbert having a good game? Is this about the the Monday morning headline of Tyrod still their 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 quarterback, even though Herbert, I, in my opinion, I think you would agree, played pretty well, yeah. right? Like, what what do you make of this game to, for starters? I think the Chargers have the recipe to get to Patrick Mahomes. And I think that with, with Ingram and Bosa and their defense, I think they have that recipe. And I think that's why every time these teams play each other, it's always like this. It's always a close game. I feel like as of late, especially, you know, um, it's speak for me. It tells me the Chargers could be for real because they should have won this game and they lost because of just Patrick Mahomes magic. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, and dude, Butker's so good too. He was money. I mean, he yeah. had to make that kick like five times. It felt like. Yeah, yeah. Well, he made a fifty-three yarder. Then there was the false start, and then he made the fifty-eight, made the 58 yarder. Timeout. Time he out, made it again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that takes a lot to do that. So kudos to him. But I was extremely impressed. Yeah, Justin Herbert, I thought showed a lot of poise. Didn't let anything rattle him. I thought he played great. And. You know, well, mixture of that and the Chargers defense basically holding them to the only 23 points and making Patrick Mahomes look like a normal normal person for most of the game. Yeah, I think they put Impressive. the I think there that that's the takeaway for me. It's right yeah. that that's that point I just made about how like, oh, there's gonna be a a a, a game in January where the Chiefs like it's can like, I, I'm not trying to be like negative Nancy. They can't that that stat that oh well they, they can always come back. I get the don't sleep on Mahomes and he's the best quarterback in the league, right? I get all that, but I'm more just saying, like, you don't want to whistle past the graveyard every time because trust me, the Ravens are like the Titans, like a team will eventually a team will not let up that grip. No, no, absolutely not. They it, they won't. No. It's uh, uh yeah. And then all right, so what are your thoughts real quick on this? Like Tyrod's still a starter moving forward. I thought Herbert, I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I, I think it's a loyalty thing to Tyrod. So I, I say, okay, give Tyrod another start. But I, to me personally, I thought Herbert won the job with how he played. I agree. I thought me, he looked great he's a starter. But and and I don't understand why you would hold your rookie quarterback back, you know, instead of giving him more time in the seat to get be- to to hone his skills and get more familiar with the offense and just the game speed. I don't know why you would only play him, but then no Tyrod's a starter and then put Herbert back on the bench, especially after how well he did. So right. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn, uh, but we'll see how they, I mean, we'll see how they shake out next week. I'm trying to think they play next week. Uh, Who the chargers mm-hmm. or the chiefs, the chargers, uh, the chargers play Carolina at the chargers. Chargers are seven point favorites. They should win that game. Yeah. Um, sure. All right. Well, Look in, uh, we'll stay in California here for a second. Well, not really. We're more in your neck of the woods with, with the Jazzy team. Uh, but, right, the, the 49ers win. They beat the Jets. They kill them. But they get killed in the process. Yeah. It was, It was. yeah, it was, uh, I, I mean, yeah. yikes. I, there's a, I mean, Sunday, bloody Sunday, right, as you two said? For real. Yeah, I mean, they, Nick Bosa tore an ACL. Uh, Solomon Thomas was a PCL, I believe, or, or mm-hmm. something. Uh, what did Raheem Moster? Was it a uh, MCL sprain? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then Garoppolo with a high ankle sprain, which reports came out saying that um, that he's going to play against the Giants next week. Garoppolo, that is, but we'll see. I mean, a high ankle sprain isn't something to mess around with. Right, yeah. 
Um, and it'll be interesting too, right? I mean, and to that point, I feel like the guys that jumped in, like Jarek McKinnon, for example, like they didn't skip a beat. Uh, so the spread's interesting. I saw it was, I think, four. They're minus four against you guys. Um, they're minus that, four, that's it? Yeah. So it almost tells me that like, they could struggle. Now, they're going out to West Virginia for the week. Okay. It was a Grassbriar, I think is the name of the country club or whatever they're staying uh, Greenbrier. at. Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Sorry. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, but I don't know. I I, I think you're, they're going to get a really well, – can we talk about the turf thing too? Because like, they're going back to MetLife, and apparently that's why. So, like, they were making a, a big uh, hubbub about uh, about the turf. And, you know, and you can even see – I'll pull up the tweet that Rappaport had um, – saying that an independent field inspector completed an inspection on, you know, the day of the game or, uh, or I guess it was in September 12th. Okay. Whatever. But like they, they certified everything. Everything was good. I like, just, I don't know. I just, I, I get you're upset, but like, come on, man. Yeah. Now you can't, well, here's what I understand. The giants and the jets have been playing scrimmages before the season started on this field. The Giants played week one on the field. There was never any problem. So what happened from one week that there could be all of a sudden a problem with the turf field? You know, I, I'm not buying it. I mean, I hate the to Jets say that also played on it that day. Like, and they, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, Oh, like the, the, the turf was like, Oh, well, guess what? These guys are the other teams. So we'll get them. Like, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's a, that's the best way you can put it right there. The Jets played the same field. No issues. So, so I just hate that type of football stuff. is a contact sport. This type of, these type of things happen, especially in the beginning of the season. So, and especially a season like this where there wasn't a preseason. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll tell you, we'll do a little, little Bucks Panthers real quick. So another game, I feel like there's not a ton of takeaway from. No. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't get too, uh, too much from that either. Oh shoot. I'm trying to bring up the stats really quick. That's why I'm trying to bring up the highlights. I was an idiot and didn't load it correctly. Oh, Hey, it's all right. There's not, not too much to report. That's why the biggest thing to report in my opinion was Leonard Fournette. 12 carries for 103 yards had, damn it. and two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. And, Tom Brady, and, and, nothing sexy though. You know, 23 for 35, one touchdown interception. So, yeah, it's, I, I agree. There's not a whole lot to take away. I think, right. We'll see uh, wait, who they have next week. I think it's Denver. Mm-hmm. They should beat them. Then you got to win that game. If you don't win that game, then there's questions. Yeah, they're, they're at Denver. And yeah. Carolina, it's been a little tough sledding. I feel like too, right? Yeah. Um, all right, but also let's move – and McCaffrey's hurt, right? So there's, that's the other takeaway, but I think we're yeah. to six weeks. Yeah, Carolina, I think they're going through some growing pains with with Matt Rule and everything right now, so they're still kind of feeling it out. They'll catch stride, but it probably won't be till the last half of the season. They're going to be the that team goes. that we're going to talk about in, like, April and be like, oh, when they, like, add a free agent and be like, well, they were, like, they, they were on the bend. Like, you know, it's they'll, like – They'll be like the, the Dolphins and the Falcons at the end of last season. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 exactly. Their last six games or something like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, but outside to that point, let's uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, which we call it, the Dolphins. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So um, they played the Bills yesterday, and they were in the game. They were in the game. Yeah, they were up until the end, which which I was surprised because the Bills uh, the Bills are looking really good this year. And I mean, I the Dolphins are one of my teams. I know they're only two so far, but they're one of my teams that I've had this this high hopes for. And I think it showed this week, but I don't know. I mean, they're, 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 they're strong. They don't really have that much on offense to really get excited about besides well, Gasicki. And I think Jordan Howard went down with an injury, right? So, yeah, it's funny. Cause I think this is more about the, that Josh Allen's actually legit. 
Yeah, they always, like making that geez, throw to yeah. John Brown and, and, and extending that lead. Like he he's a baller. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league, but he's he's good enough to 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 make a I mean, like they're just kind of a fun team to watch. I don't really know where it's gonna go, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I think I think the sky's the limit, honestly, for them. I mean, he I think he's honed in his accuracy on his deep ball because I, I saw a lot of Stefan Diggs highlights yeah. from, from 20 plus yards, you know, 20 yards yeah. of deep ball, but deeper passes to him, like you said, to John Brown. So they're getting hey, their money's worth out of digs, definitely. Yeah, four touchdowns, over 400 yards passing, and I think he had a rushing touchdown as well. So yeah, hey, is it two a time yet in Miami? Yes, it's been two it a time since after week one, in my opinion. <laughs> we'll see. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see when they'll when they'll break him out. But... All respect to Fitzpatrick because he's proven that he's still that he's it's it's one of those situations where you have it's the same thing with the Chargers, in my opinion. Except Fitzpatrick, I think, is better than Tyrod, but. Um, yeah, I think it's time I, for me. Why, why continue to sit him, especially if we're 0 2 under this other quarterback? So, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, all right, I'll so two more games. Let's take a look at them, right? So, Steelers, Broncos, you just mentioned the Broncos, they're gonna be playing the Bucks next week, but let's look at the, the loss this week. So, yeah. and, and they didn't just lose the game, right? So, they lose, uh, I guess there hasn't been like a real big update, uh, today, right? But they lose, um, Drew Locke. Sorry, I'm like looking for the clip. Yeah, I think it was a strain rotator cuff or something with his rotator cuff. Yeah, so he was out. He was knocked out of the game pretty early uh, yesterday. Uh, I, this is one of those typical games where the Steelers looked like they were, like, down, like you know, that there was a chance they might lose, but you know they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, it was a hell of a pass by Big Ben, too, when they were only up by three to deliver that strike to Deontay Johnson from, like, 32. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, like, another one of those games where it's – it's the type of game as a fan, if you're a Steelers fan, I would say, like, if you're upset about anything, you just need to win that game. That's a game that, looking back on it, it derails teams and it sets teams up for success. Those are the games you stack up, and it doesn't really matter how you won them back in September as long as you won them. Even yeah. if you let a team back into it, even if the team wasn't great, but you, they, they kept it close. Or, or on the flip side, you're Denver, you're thinking, oh, well, like, we were close. Yeah, but you can't keep, like, the it close only works with horseshoes and hand grenades. Like, so you got to – you know, you got you to you start winning some sometimes. So, like, that's kind of the takeaway I have from this one. Yeah, I completely agree. Another takeaway is James Conner looks healthy. So Yeah, oh yeah I know you're, <laughs> you're kicking yourself for that one. Yeah, I mean, it ended up working out, thankfully. But for those who don't know, I benched James Conner in favor of Benny Snell. And there was a 20-point differential with Benny Snell giving me negative 1.4. So, sorry, well, so if, while we're talking on the, on the topic of regrets – uh, do you think the Patriots regret at all how they uh, ran that final play against Seattle last night? See, you know what? I kind of liked the play call. Really? I, I liked the play call, but the execution was like was awful. It was clear Let's, the offensive line wasn't bought into the play call. No, and I'll tell you, I'll even paint the picture, right? So for, for starters, um, actually, I, ooh, I'm pulling up all the wrong highlights. So there we go. Well, look at that. Everyone got a little taste of all the game right there. Do-do-do. Uh, all right. Um, but anyway, so – Russ was on fire, man. Five touchdown passes. Yeah. Real deal. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and I, I, I even wrote my notes. I'm just so annoyed of like all the people talking about like, oh, is he the MVP? It's like, it's too early. It doesn't matter. I hate it's just, that it's just such a yeah. stupid yeah. combo to have right now. But he looked phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, he looked, like I said, like the real deal. But right. So the Patriots are in the game. Uh, Cam Newton did a good job leading them back in late uh, to, to make it interesting. So they're down by. Uh, was it 12, I believe. And then they cut it to five Yeah, and I'll pull this up. So I'll set it up with the first play. Um, so they're about on like the 13 and they get down to the two. 
uh, with one timeout and about two seconds to go. So they, you know, they call their timeout. They set up one final play. And like you said, you're, you're, you're in. So I'm going to be playing this loop for you. Here's the final play. They snap the ball. Yeah. He gets flipped upside down like he's on the super duper looper at Hershey Park. And, yeah. and that's the game. And Seattle wins a, a typical thriller. They always win, you know, the very end, as we always, you know, as we always talk about. Uh, so there's that. Um, so you like the call? I liked the call because I feel like Cam Newton, with, with how big he is, I feel like more often than not, he's going to score on that play. But the and execution like finding, was he's just good at finding, reading and finding his way. It's like a college run. Yeah, but the execution was just god awful. Like there was no commitment to the from the offensive line. They it just was bad. Yeah, that's all. It's uh, it's a lame take. But that's all I can say. It was just horrible execution. Is this everyone saying this was like such a great game and like all these teams are great? Like it, like are we on that boat that like both teams are pretty good? Both teams like red like like what where where do we stand with both these teams? Not to take like too much away from this game. Yeah, I think both teams are, are good. Honestly, I. The Patriots, I'm pleasantly not pleasantly surprised, but I'm surprised that they are looking this good. Yeah, me too. That they as they are, I think everyone's surprised. And and, I, and it's funny because actually, I feel like I did the rant already with clickbait, but that's the thing. I'm just so tired of hearing the oh, well, 15 teams could have had Cam Newton. Okay, well, like right. you you got to That's such a cheap ass take because the Patriots are so good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, I there's agree. only been 20 years of success. Yeah, but whatever. Right. Um. <laughs> All right, but I'll tell you, so looking at the game tonight, right? It's about to kick off uh, in about seven minutes for us. Uh, so real quick, takeaways tonight. Uh, any fantasy players or prop bets, anything that you like tonight? Um, well, I, I love the Raiders plus five and a half, to be honest. I think, you know, new stadium, I mean, not, not, not with the fans, obviously, but new stadium, I, I think the Raiders are looking to, to prove themselves against a big team in primetime. And the Saints are banged up. Michael Thomas is hurt. Emmanuel Sanders is a little is, is a little tweaked up as well. He's playing, but to me, that's big. My, that would be my bet. I was gonna say, don't don't look now. Uh, you're on fire with your picks. You gotta get like get on a soapbox and tell the tell the great people that they need to start checking out our site because your your picks are phenomenal. Well, it's a team effort. We converse about all this stuff, so yeah. I'm not one to pat myself on the back, but. For the, but this week we're twelve and three. Obviously, the only game left is tonight, and I took the Raiders plus five and a half. I like so, that. It's always smart taking a primetime game team at home getting points. I think it's always a good rule of thumb. Yeah, I think the Raiders. You die on that hell. I think the Raiders are better than what people think as well. I think their offensive line is significantly better this year. I think Josh Jacobs is a beast. I think he's and right to, behind Aaron Rodgers, who so is one of the best running backs in the league. And they're Rodgers opening up Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, right? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, and it's funny. So I'll, I'll tell you the prop that I like those. I think Darren Waller has over 49 and a half receiving yards. Ooh. I think he can get that in two catches. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. For sure. So I wonder what Henry Ruggs is because I'm I have Henry Ruggs in both my fantasy teams, and I'm like, I feel like he's got to break out soon. Yeah, he has to, right? He he didn't have a bad first week. He just got a little banged up. That was all. Well, we'll see. All right, now, so to wrap up the show, we got to do a little, little Mojo Monday. What do you say? Oh, yeah. You like, want me to go want me to, or you go? Um, What's funny? I was going to – it's funny. I even did a little like, – I found a little theme song. I saw a guy dancing around on the Buccaneer Pirate Ship. So, you know, it's a little, little Mojo Monday. Uh, all right, yeah, you want to take it all, You want to take it away? Yeah, so we're going to go completely – again, I started with basketball, and we talked mainly about football. I'm going to go to the golf links for the U.S. Open, Bryson DeChambeau. The big coming in hot on Mojo Monday. He was six under par at Wingfoot 
No one else in the entire field shot under par. He won by six strokes. Matthew Wolf finished even. Okay, yeah, which is great. But DeChambeau was six under par. Phenomenal. And this is a guy who's constantly been questioned with his methods and his workout. What do you think of this? Is this, like, good for golf? Are you a Bryson DeChambeau guy? I'm – I'm – I'm honestly torn on Bryson DeChambeau. I, I think he's a great guy. I think he's, I think he's like, a, he's a very likable dude. His style is is unique and Hey, it worked for him. He's, he's figured out a way to win and he's doing it his own way. So I give him kudos. So I'd say, yeah, I'm over, I'm, I'm leaning on the Bryson DeChambeau uh, fan got side instead of not, instead of disliking him. I like that. And yeah. I can, you know, I can, I just enjoy, guys that are consistent characters in the golf game. I think that's what made Tiger so great, obviously, was his clutchness and his winning um, back in the day, right? Like, I I think that there's so much to that. Uh, It's funny, my little mojo Monday is gone. Damn it. Oh, boy. Damn it. The mojo ran out? Yeah. Well, it's not over yet. I was a little excited because I wanted to say that the Marlins – on the verge of trying to win a division if they could possibly try to sweep the Braves. But if anything, they're on the on pace to make the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. They have a good, strong week. I saw they were up 3 nothing during the beginning of the show. Oh, no. They're now down 5-3. It's all right. What inning? The third. Ah, plenty of time. That's going to be a high-scoring game. That's going to be like an 8-7 to seven baseball game. I hope so. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right, we'll have that mojo Monday. Look at that. All right, all right. I'll pick it up though. Let's let's you know let's let's get the vibes back. And you know, yeah. if anyone wants to pick us up, maybe here you go. This is a good way to do it. Uh, you can follow or subscribe to us, right? So you can follow the heart to the left, or you can hit the uh, subscribe to the right. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, and then make sure you check us out uh, on all our social media stuff too. So you can check us out audio episodes, uh, Spotify and iTunes. Um, and make sure you check us out on social media: Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, and if you don't watch us on Twitch and you're listening to this in the future, well, hey, you already know what's going to happen on Monday Night Football, so I'm curious to see how our bets did uh, or the suggestions we get, I should say. Uh, but check us out on Twitch sometime, www.twitch.tv slash get underscore sidetrack, and then visit the website, www.get-sidetrack.com. Our week two is about to be in the books. Uh, my fantasy team's toast now. Sutton and Barkley are, are done. So, yeah, look at this. The Marlins are screwed. Uh, can you give them any, any other positivity before uh, before it takes out? We'll be out there on Tuesday, uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. There's my positivity. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, some positivity is is that, hey, we're, week two was devastating in the NFL. We're turning the page after tonight. So the positivity is we got a new week ahead, fresh sleep. New week ahead, fresh sleep. I love that. That's right. Awesome. So we'll uh, we'll keep the week going tomorrow at 7 p.m. We'll see everyone in the living room then. Uh, but we want to thank everyone for listening, and uh, we'll check everyone out tomorrow. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.